You are now listening to the Paper Cuts Comic Podcast with Dean DeFalco, Dan Ryan, Evan Goldstein, and Matt Munch. For the comic podcast with the most personality this side of the galaxy, it'll always be Paper Cuts. Over to you, Dan. Thanks, announcer guy. Welcome to episode 76 of the Paper Cuts Podcast. I'm Dean DeFalco, and I'm definitely not drunk because it's definitely not St. Patrick's Day. So I am with sort of not drunk Evan Goldstein and super drunk Matt Much. Why don't you guys say hello? I'm hammered. <laughs> you totally sounded Matt Much. So Dan Ryan is not here yet again, only giving me more power to take over this podcast and the world. Guys, what's going to happen when I do take over this podcast? I, 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 mm. In a manner of speaking, you already have, and we're all still here and relatively cheery, so I think it's going to be all right. He's kind of a benevolent dictator. <laughs> benevolent dictator. Listen, oh I'm God. hyped as fuck. If I'm like, if I, look, listen, if I'm slightly better than Fidel Castro, I'm pretty okay with my position then, because, yeah, it's an improvement. <laughs> so Dude, your, goal, your goal slightly better is slightly Fidel better. Castro. <laughs> Only slightly, though. I don't want to, you know, raise the bar too much because then you guys are expecting shit from me. That's to a be ticket honest. you can run on, man. I don't know. <laughs> I see the image for the podcast of Dean with a very large beard and a cigar. This is going to be a good one. And that Listen, funny green hat. Yeah, you don't know the size of the beard that I can grow. I can grow a very large beard, and by very large, I mean not sufficient at all. But I'll Photoshop in whatever the fuck I want because Photoshop is a magnificent program. Speaking of that magnificent programs, Evan, why don't you lead us off with a little bit of Archer and Armstrong because we talked about that this week, didn't we? We did We did talk about that, and we, in, and we read it as well. Um... It's an, a valiant book, a number one. I, 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 um, I'm trying to, as I was reading this, I was trying to figure out who it was geared towards. That's a great question. Because it has Archie style, childlike, like artwork. Which I was thrown by. Which, as was I, because I remember Archer and Armstrong from back in the day. And the story didn't fit with the art. Nope. Um,. I, all right, just in case you don't know the backstory, uh, Armstrong is a 6,000-year-old hedonistic immortal. And I know that because it says it right on the inside cover. Um, what is Archer, this, Sumerian? I don't know. I thought it was Greek. It, oh. I, I don't. It's, it's I, it, a, it really is irrelevant because the, it doesn't have anything to do with where they are in time now. No, because his, his pal, Archer, the teenage expert martial artist and marksman, is pretty much the main character in this story. Um, at the beginning of the book, we had a flashback of uh, Armstrong and his, I guess, his first buddy. Or an earlier of, buddy, anyway. I mean, it's it's a it's a, it, he reminded me a lot of um, Han Solo. Sure, there was a Han Solo-y feel. They're doing some sort of heist. We find out uh, that Armstrong has this magical satchel that seems bottomless. Classic bag of holding. Yeah, sort of like what's her name? The the spoonful of sugar broad, the, the one that watches Mary Poppins. Sugar. That's the one. The spoonful of sugar broad. That bitch. <laughs> That's the reboot. Yeah, um, it's the the whole first couple of pages is really just Armstrong talking about getting drunk and how good alcohol is. So I guess that's apropos for today. Uh, we we flash forward to. 
current time. And we see Armstrong just like reading a news clipping about his friend dying. And he's like, I, I won't let you down again. We're not 100% sure how he let him down in the first place. But he, we do know he's not going to let him down again. He's and totally not. He, uh, we find out later, but he hops into his satchel because he has to go find something. So while this is happening, Archer is worried about him. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing, where he's been, or what's going on. And as Armstrong is in the satchel, shit from the satchel is coming out, like monsters and alien-looking creatures and a talking fish guy. Like, I don't understand the book. I think have, he's have looking for... Have you ever pers- read Archer and Armstrong? Because this I, is not... This is an issue one, but it's not the issue one. No, I, I I remember reading it a long time ago, but I don't remember it being like this, and I've read a lot of comics in between then and now. Well, I all right. Well, did you read... Um, the reboot for it. Did you read like? I haven't read it since the nineties. Okay, well, I mean, they they sort of updated it for said time, and I mean, some things have changed. But from what you're describing to me, this, uh, it's. I can't um, tell if it. It feels like it should be a kids' book. Well, I. When um Archie and Armstrong first debuted, I read like twelve issues nonstop back to back. Like I read basically two trade paperbacks, and I I had the impression that it was a bit of a more mature book. But that's what I thought Valiant was going for. And from what I read today, I kind of agree with you. This isn't really um geared towards the same audience that uh, I I initially read. So I I, I don't know. I mean I. I, I, it could be a really good book, okay? But the the problem is is that I'm used to the maturer version of it, and I wasn't expecting this, so that sort of took me for a loop. And I really don't know what's going on, and I'm not a big fan of that. It's wacky. At times. Most of the time. Well, a good portion of the book, uh, you feel bad for Armstrong because... Like he, it seems like he's indebted to this guy for something that he did or he didn't do, or like yeah, but they didn't tell us, right? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the book. Just a lazy plot device. It seems that way. I would agree with that. It's okay. It's 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 all right to not know how you feel about a book. I mean, it's it's all right to not know how you feel about anything, Evan. That's I I am interested to see what's going on with his sister and the leader of the nun. Is, is she sister in name, or is she actually a s- sister? Because well, that was a little fuzzy. Oh, that is good point. I just took it as it was his sister. I would assume Be- she's just a sister. Because well, you- he was talking about when they were kids. What's yeah, it? but, I mean, you can be really close with somebody and not be... I mean, not that it matters, but it's just... I don't know what the dynamic of their exact relationship yep. is. Their brother. Come on, Maria Mariah. It's me, Obi, your brother. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt will give that one a pass. You win this time. <laughs> it, I mean, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. It didn't strike me as like, oh my God, I'm going to come back to this every week or other week or month or however frequently it's going to come out. Here's the thing. The art was very consistent. Okay. True. 
good and it was it flowed it had good storytelling like it's not what i was expecting nope but it was good for what it was um Although about four minutes ago, I realized I had been expecting Quantum and Woody, and that's why I was so confused. Well, yeah, because Quantum and Woody is certainly not Archer and Armstrong. Two nope. totally different books. <laughs> totally. Nope, nope, nope. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I really, I, I can't even give this a mat or a yay or a nay because I just, I don't know. I have uh, better, better opinions about the, like I had, this was the last book I read. And I had real solid opinions about the other four books that we read. Like, it, they were... And I just got confused by this book. I don't blame you. Well, that's okay, Evan. Uh, speaking of other books, um, do you want to tell me about Huck? I, I'm going to let Matt... This, Huck, all right. First off, Matt, thank you for gracing us with Huck. Sure, happy okay. to. And I, I think I'll let you... I, go ahead, Matt. Well, we can give this a shot, but I can barely put together a coherent thought, and I haven't even had any alcohol. Um, <laughs> this issue of Huck sees Huck, uh, where he's he's been captured. He was captured at the end of the last issue by uh, a f- somebody posing as as his brother, his long lost brother, which he turned out to not actually have it was just uh the last book that we we reviewed that oh, was well, not the last issue was correct? It? that's yeah, true issue uh, we, two or three i think we reviewed three i think and then there okay. was four and this was five, five. the okay. penultimate issue okay unfortunately i was shocked to find that out oh there's only issue six coming and that's it that's the end of the story well, oh i know right oh now i'm sad as was i shit happens my friends it so does, and it does constantly. Um, so he's captured by the crazy, evil. It's Russian, right? Yeah, they're. In he the looks s- Russian. He looks very. Rasputin-y. He refers to being Soviet. That's yeah, that's Russian. And um, he's one of uh, what was it? Two hundred uh, evil science centers spread across the <laughs> landmass <Yeah>. of Russia. <laughs> Yes, but this is the really secret one, though. The super secret one. I'm sure they all think that, though. <laughs> and so this was actually where his mother was altered to produce Huck, and uh, where she escaped just before coming to term and delivering him, because she refused to deliver him in the impenetrable prison in which they are encased. And, or so uh, they lead you to believe. They definitely lead... They, I think they did believe it. Mm-hmm. Until they reminded us that uh, wait, I'm skipping. Who the fuck they're, the fuck they're dealing with? It doesn't matter. It the the I didn't read the last issue. issue oh, you four. I will. I it, so many books come out. True, but I love the interaction between Huck and the robot guy. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, I didn't. We didn't know as readers that he was a robot until this issue. Uh, he was designed uh, as a short-lived robot. He doesn't have much time left. But his only purpose is to hunt down and capture Huck uh, by whatever means he could come up with, including a clever idea to pose as his long-lost brother. It's pretty good for a robot. Yeah. Um, and now he's... Since he wasn't programmed to fear his own mortality, he's fine. He's just like, well, I did my job, and now I'm just going to revel in it, and I'll turn off soon. 
I, I, that like that little interaction where where Huck was trying to to plead with him. He's like, really? I, I, you got nothing here. Like, I don't care. I'm just going to watch you die. I'm a toaster. <laughs> I feel the same way about death as a toaster feels about being unplugged. It's a good line. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but uh, then uh, they remind us. No, there's. Yeah. It shows that Huck is strong enough that pounding on the glass, the impenetrable impenetrable glass of his prison is enough to resonate in the coffee cups of uh, people sitting in huts 500 miles away. That's how hard he can beat on this glass. But then they remind us that his mother also has a special power, and that's to control the mind of whoever she can touch. Which they cleverly turn... See, Huck was unable to break his way out of the prison... But then he has the idea of having his mother tell him he has to break out of the prison because she can make people do anything. I got and, a chill when I saw that. Like that, it was like a five-panel page, and it, it like just him looking at his mother and him saying, "Tell me to break the wall." And you, the reaction on the Robo brother's face—he's like, "Oh shit! Oh boy!" I think it's an interesting usage because it, you, I would have thought with a little bit of comics history that it would be only mind control. She couldn't actually make him stronger, but you could you could say she can just put him into a mental space where he has no more limits on his already superhuman strength. So it makes enough sense. We well, went to a new realm of comics today. Well, it, what's a the Purple Man? Okay? Right, like his. Mind control would make people do anything, like sacrifice their own lives by throwing themselves off of a building or attempting to do something until it's completed. And if they don't complete it, they continue to try and try and try. Right. So I think it's more of a, 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 a like that. Not that it like increased his powers or anything. Yeah. Right. Just pushed himself to the to the limit. His mom is the purple mom. Yeah, there it is. Purple Moms. <laughs> I think we found the name of the episode already. Disclaimer. Huck's mom not actually purple. No, not at all. The uh the 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 final pages of the breaking out and it it's just such a well done book. It really is. Because you had the sweet, lovable Huck through the whole thing and now you just have evil Russian scientists just pushing him to his limit. He can't deal with it anymore. He's mad. And he's not going to take it anymore. He's mad as hell. He's not going to take it anymore. We're not going to take it. Also appropriate. <laughs> yes, that one works as well. So I don't understand. The only thing I didn't understand is the last line of the book. He just says too late, and I don't understand why. I think... He, the, oh, because uh, the last thing the robot brother said was back up. Yeah. I don't understand how too late is a response to that. I think he's telling... Uh, I think Too late to back up, motherfucker. Yeah, the robot brother is talking to the incoming soldiers. Oh, okay. I thought... Because that's the top of that next to last page. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought he was telling him to back up. And that response... Is it doesn't work, but if he's yelling for backup, like I need backup, too late works. Okay, thank you for clearing that up, Matt. I think that's what they meant. 
I'm going to go with that because that yeah. makes more sense. You're a hero, Matt Much. Speaking <laughs> of heroes, let's talk about 13th Artifact. <laughs> That's pretty good, Dean, except was there a hero in 13th Artifact? I don't know, Matt. Was there? I don't think. I mean, nope. you could. No, there wasn't. There Listen, was I'm a... drunk this week, so I'm not fucking you're doing s- any work. I'm sitting so you're back. Just, you're just I segue. wasn't even sure. I am. That's I wasn't even doing. sure that there was an artifact. Was there an artifact? I there think was. It was. I think it was the ping pong ball with the skull on it. Yes. Could be. That's that's the that's what I felt was the artifact from another dimension university thing. Another dimension. Another dimension. Um, not a fan of the artwork. Nope. Uh, story. I had was a... hope too. I had hope. Okay. Because I, I... I hate the typical artifacts artwork. Oh, you're talking the. Uh, oh, okay, okay. That's the uh, other twelve yeah. artifacts artwork. Gotcha. Um, the story was okay. Uh, a space suit wielding woman crash lands on Earth. Her her escape pod lands in the ocean. Actually, I don't. It's think not it's Earth. Earth. We don't know it's Earth because she's protecting the existence of Earth from these evil, uh, demon. Evil demon, other dimensional Nazis. How okay? How is she? How is she doing that when she's dead? Well, that was the mind probe. That was okay. this book, right? Thirteenth artifact. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he probes yeah. her mind, and she thinks of everything else in her life except for where she's from, and protects the Earth by not okay revealing so... that's where she's from. Okay, I see. So what she you're didn't land on Earth. All right, because I. Whilst reading this, I thought he went to another dimension and brought that dimension to Earth. Like he she... brought the other dimension to his planet. It might have been some Planet of the Apes stuff where this is the far future, but I don't know. Because there's a couple of scenes like that. I don't, I don't, I don't think know. it's just us. This book was a little hard to follow. <laughs> Space broad lands, partner's dead, drags him onto a, a rubber raft, takes that raft to the shore... Whilst taking him to the shore, finds out the water is acid. poisoned. Acid. Um, Which is total never-ending story. Yes. It's total ripoff. Uh, the air is poison. The This planet has been taken over by a Nazi-esque leader of some sort, whom he tricked his people, or the pe- like his government, into opening up a dimensional portal to get him the artifact so that he can go and take over that other dimension super hitler it's it that's what it is trans-dimensional hitler trans-dimensional super hitler trans hitler (laughs) that's a completely different book i think i saw that many movie (laughs) movie midi movie I didn't see it. It doesn't exist. Well, I'm I mean, if you saw joke. the MIDI, then that would be impressive because that would mean someone was playing it and you saw the notes being played. But we'll go with movie. Movie's easier. <laughs> now, there's a couple things. Has anybody read any of the uh, the Top Cow Universe or the Artifacts series? No. There's a couple Last things. Darkness I read a long time ago. Like um, back when video game came out. Back yeah, I... when video When was that, Heaven? Tell me. Uh, I remember the release of video game around 2007. All right, you assholes can take the rest of the show. Go ahead. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I, I, you, you go back to doing what you're okay, doing. Okay, Drunky McDrunkerson and Smarty McFlypants. Flypants. 
Matt, you got back some when fly the, fucking <laughs> pants. Like MC Hammer. The, Do you, are you wearing parachute pants right now? <laughs> oh my Hang God. on, I'll go change. Okay, good. <laughs> no, but um, back when the Darkness video game came out, which was probably six, seven, ten years ago, somewhere around there. 2006, around 2007. There. there you go. That was the last time I looked at a Darkness book. Uh, the only tie-ins, they mutter briefly about the other artifacts. So this is a world or a universe where the other 12 artifacts still exist, or at least do exist. And the black narration boxes have that double plus sign symbol okay. in them, which is the symbol of the the one guy. Um, he possesses one of the artifacts. I think his name is Tom Judge. And uh, that was interesting. That indicates that he was the grizzled old narrator, or at least the holder of the same artifact, because they move from host to host. Okay. Um, but uh, usually the artifacts are prettier and more grand than a ping pong ball with a skull on it, <laughs> which was decidedly what the 13th artifact was. Is basically Wilson. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. It was it was a mini Wilson. It was a mini Wilson. It was a baby Wilson. Tiny Wilsons. Wilson and, lit. Uh, I think they alluded to the little girl being the darkness because whoever the ping pong ball holder was was had all twelve of the other artifacts, but they okay. barely scratched that. Oh, uh, I didn't. Yeah, they barely scratched that because I didn't catch that at all. It was. Easy to miss. I took at, at as took it as his that artifact gave him control over the universe in which it came from. Oh, I, I think it does. Yeah, but not that he had well multiple artifacts. He just had the others as well. Okay. Um, it's a little bit of a funny thing. The book is okay. I want to say, but. The funny thing about that is this is a contest winner. Yeah. And uh, I'm not... This forgive is, me, but I'm not sure what that says about the rest of the entrance. The, the, you could tell that it's a first-time writer or yep. someone really trying to be a writer. Because he's trying to do the thing where you barely tell people anything so it keeps them interested, but it's not quite working. Yes. I agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> but it, the Nazi zombies looked pretty cool. They look kind of cool. I mean, zombie. who doesn't love Nazi zombies, guys? Well, I don't think you're supposed to love them. Listen, in comic books and video games, you can love them as much as you want. And well, you, of course you can love them as much as you want. Exactly. You can love anything as much as you want. Even T-Rexes? Even T-Rexes. Even T-Rexes. Even T-Rexes fighting Godzillas. Did you Even see that T-Rexes. <laughs> no, and I don't know how that's possible because the T-Rex is like, what, max it's, 35 it's, feet? And... It's two idiots in those blow-up costumes oh, well, slap fighting that, at I a con. I did see that. Okay, I did see that. that that's oh, different. my God. That sounds so good. It is good. <laughs> so. If we keep our wits about us, which is highly unlikely, that'll be in the link dump. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this, uh, as a, are you a fan of the Artifacts books? I was until uh, this one. <laughs> what did they do? They one thing they did with the artifacts uh, series is they rebooted the universe, and that was the beginning of the end. 
Okay. In fact, that guy, Tom Judge, was the only one to remember the old universe. So he was kind of a, a bridge, but it didn't really matter because it wasn't that great. And then, <laughs> kind um, of a weak bridge. Then they took the artifacts into that universe's distant future. And this story appears to happen even further in the future of that universe. And that future wasn't that great because there was only nine characters oh, in the entire world. Woo-hoo. They were all... They all cloned themselves to have. Really, I, I don't. It was garbage. I hated the art, and uh, that made it even more difficult to get into. And now, my previously beloved top cow is producing this. Well, guys, speaking of this, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Go ahead. I can segue into whatever the fuck I want right now. Let's talk about Litter of the Jungle. Not exactly segues, it's more hoverboards. <laughs> uh, we used that line already. A similar line, I know, it's recycled, but... <laughs> I'm gonna this should have been title. called Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. Because that's it, what this book was. Uh, fair enough, I mean, you know, that's that's the thing that could happen. It's the story of Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. That's what this book is. Well, alright, uh, they should have called the Lady of the Jungle, fair enough. No, no, Sheena has her own book. Like, Sheena is a, a thing. I don't know why they titled this first issue Lord of the Jungle. There was no like Lord. It, because I St. Patrick's plural. Day. Isn't What's it that? plural? It's oh, Lords. Lords. Mm. Because they're they're bringing in Tarzan in the, the very, very end. end. Why yeah. didn't they just bring... Look, why didn't they just call Lord of the Dance and we could have had a fucking book Because that would have been a completely different book. River Dance <laughs> would have made a great comic book. They can't license Michael Flatley for a comic. I don't know. <laughs> could try. You could try. <laughs> so we get this jungle dame jumping around the the, the freaking forest, beating wh- up good old construction workers who are just trying to do their job. Ooh, sore spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is okay. This- they said it's the present day. Yes, I could. I was a little uncertain, but yeah. Now I realize they said it, so okay, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> well, I had to go back and look at that too when I read that the Tarzan. Oh, so part you got is... that too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought this was just set in like oldie times, but now that I look at it, it they got large machinery and shit like that. But uh, it's what it's. I may it may have sounded like a joke, but that's exactly what it is. Sheena comes out of the jungle. There are guys trying to tear the jungle down for something and break down a dam. She tries to stop them, fails miserably, opens up a vortex and takes her somewhere. And her parrot. And her parrot. Um, which, so, I mean, she at one point in time, she was fighting with a panther. Really would have thought to take the panther with me, not the fucking parrot. I don't think she had a choice. Um, but then where does she go? Does she go to Tarzan's time? I, it, it, you, I don't know because they still don't interact. She just goes to another jungle. There happens to be a Tarzan-esque hut. And uh, 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 an ape, a monkey of some sort there. So I'm assuming it's Tarzan because it they, the let she reads a letter and it's dated 1936. Oh, but she did? he's yeah. It's she has a piece of paper and it says those. Oh, I, I, see. I represent okay. will be willing to arrange a meeting between you and your wife only in the event that you present yourself in person. And that's so, why he is, is in, in London. London. But while he's in London, not defending his treehouse, these badass leopard people and fucking more guys with giant guns and and 
machines to tear shit down or taking over his jungle. She just happens to be in there at the right time to thwart that plan. And it's basically we- jungle cheers because you always go or everybody knows your name and your troubles are all the same. Exactly. Well, I don't think they have bars in the jungles, guys. Have you I got ever machine had- guns? Oh, yeah, why not have a bar? Yeah, fair enough. Um, we last couple of pages is a scene from London, 1936, where we see Tarzan in a kick-ass vest. I'm kind of disappointed oh, that you didn't yeah, make. Oh yeah, he's got a vest, Dean. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm a little jealous. What can I say? <laughs> um, the story was meh. The story art was, meh. was the most stagnant art I have ever seen. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Nothing looked like it was moving. I have that problem a lot. Even with the swishy lines, the things, you know, when they put the lines behind the thing to make it look like it's moving, that didn't help. No. So, I don't know. I I don't. I'm passing. I will not be looking at the next issue of this one. Even though I am curious about what happens with the monkey, because I like me a good monkey in a story, not enough to to bring me back to this. That's understandable. I mean, uh, I, not every book can be what we what we want it to be, so it's okay. For for what it's worth, I don't know how much it's worth, this is the best Sheena book I've read. That's worth about, uh, I'd say, 17 cents. All right. There you go. Well, that, yeah, okay. I've never read a Sheena book. I know that they exist. I've read other Tarzan books, and they were not this bad. Oh, so. dear. So, I was expecting more from from this storytelling. Also, I must be getting really old because I had I bothered to think to myself that they actually found an outfit for her that makes less sense than the standard jungle bikini. <laughs> yes, this is I, I, like this. I don't even know how any of that stays on. It wouldn't even stay on. Because you know they don't have that magic tape that the women use. Plus, she jumped in that river. It would oh, just that's come right. right. All the tape would have worn off. All yeah. the tape would have worn off. Hmm. And she does a lot of moving in different angles where something should have popped out. But you know, God bless comics. At least the bikini top is rooted in reality. I don't know. Speaking of reality, let's talk about uh, Invincible Iron Man. Are you just picking like the last word we say and then saying speaking of and no matter speaking what? Speaking the... of having the last word, Invincible <laughs> Iron Man. No, I, I, am, I am. Okay. I am. Okay. I am. Okay. So, Rutabaga. Speaking of Rutabaga, let's talk about Invincible Iron Man, number one. Uh, international. International. Yeah, international Iron Man. Invincible. The Invincible International Iron Man of Steel number four, exclusive giant Steel. size. Amalgam Comics returns. Yeah. Iron Man of Steel. Can we talk Woo. about that? Sure. If you want. I mean, I, I don't know. We don't have to talk about it if you don't want. <laughs> so, we can talk about whatever you guys want. So, I think we'll talk about International Iron Man number I think, one. I think that's a good idea. I liked this book. Oh, good. I did this. I was pleasantly surprised. It is a flashback. Most of the most of the book is a flashback story uh, to Tony as a youth in London College. I don't. Did they actually say which college specifically in London he's at? London College. London College, and him uh, hitting on this woman who seems to be the female version of Tony Stark in Europe. 
Not the female Iron Man, the female Tony Stark. Right. She is the daughter of a Some wealthy money. family. Yeah. But she's like the opposite of Tony because Tony's estranged from his family or his father, I should say. Um, and she can manage her money. Yes. But they're, you know, they spend, it's like a Romeo and Juliet type of story with uh, guns and violence and cool stuff. And economics classes. Yeah. Like I said, cool stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As as the story progresses, they, at at the very beginning, he's flirting with her at at a bar and she assaults a gentleman that was you know, hit like beating Tony up. So they both run out of the bar. She apparently has a couple of bodyguards that tase first and ask questions later because uh, she looks at him and they're, they're hiding around a corner and that you could see the, 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 the bodyguards coming down the block. And she's like, um, you're going to get tased. And he's like, uh, uh, can, can, is it possible that you could talk him out of that? And he goes, oh, no, they don't listen to me. They only listen to my mother. And he hangs out. He gets tased. He doesn't run. He gets tased, and he's, like, totally worth it. Because he got caught the eye of the girl. That's That was the point of it. Classic uh, Tony Stark. Classic Tony Stark. Um, I don't know how, how much later, but it, 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 I, let's just say, like, the next day they see each other in class. The guy who tased him says, um, sorry, I didn't know who you were. Please don't have your dad kill me. <laughs> I thought was funny. <laughs> um. The this young woman and Tony have this conversation about how like they feel like they're you know what's that the kindred spirits and like they've known each other forever and type of thing and blah 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 romancey romance. She invites him to go have dinner with her family, which was a big step in my opinion, seeing as they've only known each other for less than twenty four hours. Gotta meet the parents. I uh, very quickly. Um. So they go. He says, okay, they go to dinner. He does his best to impress the family. Uh, It seems like he got on the mom's good side. Not 100% sure how the dad feels yet. But on the way out of the restaurant, fucking Hydra comes out of nowhere. Good old Hydra. And shoots the shit out of everybody in the family. Um, Tony defends the mother, shoots a guy. He gets shot. And... I'm actually kind of surprised because we actually, one, two, three, we got three bubbles from a Hydra agent that wasn't Hail Hydra. In total, there was probably like 40 bubbles coming out of Hydra mouths that all they said was Hail Hydra, Hail Hydra, Hail Hydra, Hail Hydra. I am Groot, Hail Hydra. (laughs) (laughs) So There they are, there are the bubbles. Yeah, they actually say things. (laughs) Um, The story is bookended by an opening of Iron Man being beaten by other robots. That's the beginning of the story. And More Russian robots. They look like Russian robots to me. Um, he, they, they're, they're standing over his downed body. You, you don't know if he's actually in there yet. We've seen this happen before, but they're all talking to each other like, is he dead? Is he paralyzed? Maybe he's just thinking over what... Maybe he's rethinking his disastrous life choices that led him up to this moment. Which I he th- is. <laughs> he was. Because... And then from that double-page spread, they lead into the backstory between him and this girl, Cassandra. 
And the final book end is them taking Tony's mask or Iron Man's mask off, faceplate off, so that we see that Tony is, in fact, in the suit of armor. He is regular-aged Tony, and he is conversing with Cassandra again. And he says, I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm not fighting you anymore. And she's like, good. And she's, you know, kneeling over his beaten body, and she's got an eye patch. She looks really badass. It's the lady Nick Fury, but yeah, not really. Not really. Um, but apparently he did something to her or stood in her way from something, and she's not going to let him do that again. She got the last bear claw at Dunkin' Donuts. That's what it, it was. It must have been because, like, she's just on a mission of some sort, and we don't know what that mission is. We come to realize that Tony's mission is finding out who his dad is because apparently what was what was Tony Stark's dad's name? Mr. Well, Stark? Ha- Howard, Howard Stark apparently Stanley was his adoptive Stark. father. Yeah, so now he's on a mission to find his real dad. I already, I like I already gave the identity of his real dad. Stanley Stark, SS. That's that's how it works. You 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 double up on the first letter, and that's how it could be. Stanley could be Stuart, could be um Steve. Steve Stephen Stark could that, be Sally. Sally Stark. Yeah, yeah, totally. Could, we could have a woman. Samantha Stark. Samantha Stark. I like it. As See? his father. <laughs> yeah. Why? Look, what's Matt, the matter, you gotta Matt? Go with the times. <laughs> Yeah, but he wasn't born in the times. Times are now. Oh. Yeah, exactly. How do you feel about that? Ambiguous. So, okay. <laughs> As Ambiguous. you should. I liked it. I thought it was a good book. I am curious to see where it goes. And I, I, I not, am too. I'm not a huge fan of scratchy art, as I call it, but I like this. I think it, it fit well with the flashback story. Well, Evan, I'm a glad. Um, I I am glad you're a huge fan of this book because I did like this book, so that's that's a plus. Um, but why don't you lead us into our? Is it the last book for the week? Did we cover four already? We covered five. Did we cover five already? We covered we did. five. We covered five books in forty minutes. Jesus Christ! I'm proud of us. <laughs> Actually, it will probably be less because we bullshat at the beginning of the recording. Bullshat, past tense. I like this. So we have a little time to ad lib. So, um, did you guys find ready? Any- go, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm a little drunk. That's what happens in St. Patrick's Day. I'm, Everybody I'm so becomes li- Irish. Yeah, and I'm a little Asian. <laughs> Listen, I'm still holding together this podcast by the threads. You left, motherfucker. <laughs> I left to go to the bathroom, and then I came back. So oh, he, I then started talking about bear claws. There was not one bear claw Look, comment in I this book. when I came back, y'all were still talking about Iron Man, okay? So I think I did all right. I made it 30 minutes without having to leave, so St. Patrick's Day accomplished. Oh anyway, is there anything you guys want to talk about before we sign off, whether it be the uh, – did we talk about the Ghostbusters-like thing at all? The trailer? Yeah. Uh, yes, we did. As a matter of fact, I actually listened to the episode today. Okay, sure, fair enough. I I, you know, it's, it's it's hard to keep up with what the fuck we we talk about nowadays, especially because Matt Much is fucking guesting on our all Stone Age place. Gamer podcast. You know, so things are going Cheating all over the us. place. Hey, I do it for all my fan. I <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, Matt Much. Um, but you know what? All right, fine. Wait, hold on. What? Stop. What? 
Huh? Okay. okay. Today is right. Thursday. It is Thursday. Yes. The 16th? 16th. St. Patrick's Day. 17th. 17th. Okay. Tomorrow is Daredevil Friday Day. the 18th. Daredevil bum, Day. Bum, bum. Otherwise known as Daredevil Day. It is? Triple yeah. D's, bitch. Oh, wow. I am so excited. The, I have a fucking work event to go to after work tomorrow. Symposium? No. Get this. It's at the 4040 Club. For those are for our listeners on the east west coast. The west coast. Yet you may not know what the 4040 club is. And for people like Dean and Matt who don't know what the 4040 club, yeah, that's right. It's Jay-Z's club in Manhattan. I'll be chilling there tomorrow afternoon, evening. Well, at least you can get Netflix on your phone, right? This is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but you don't give two I, shits about Jay-Z, do you? I who? Evan? Evan. No, I don't about Jay Z. Yeah, I couldn't give less of a shit if I actually tried. Then why the fuck do you care if you're in this club? Or I not? don't. Go, go watch Daredevil. Maybe he'll it. watch it with you, man. I I will literally. Say, it's a, it's one of those customer events, so I have to pretend oh, to be okay. professional. Listen, but no, I no, have you a know really him big and Beyonce phone. are gonna snuggle up close to you, <laughs> and they're gonna be watching that Daredevil with you on your cell phone. So you better well, get I mean, a big ass his fucking club. Screen. He's not gonna be there. Dude, I'd be know? at my club if I owned a club. Don't even play. He's probably up in this like the super important room, whatever they call it, the VIP of VIPs. That yeah. is the single differentiator between Dean and Jay Z. <laughs> the VIP room? No, the fact that Dean would be at his own club every night. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the only difference between the Dean only and one. <laughs> you heard me? Not that he's an accomplished rapper or anything. I don't, I don't know. That's that's crazy talk. Yeah, him and you I are, are the same a exact master person. freestyler, Dean. Yeah, I, I, dude, I am. You Ready, don't even go. know. You don't even know. Hang on, Evan. You got to drop a fat beat. <laughs> Nothing, Dean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about wiki, wiki. to, and then you stopped the beat, and I'm just like, you know what? Oh, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm yeah, too drunk for fault. this. I'm far too drunk for this. This is kind of fun. I like having a drunk Dean that we could just poke with a stick at. Yeah, because normally I'm just angry. Now I'm not angry. I'm just jovial and silly. So I will be spending all day Saturday and probably half the day Sunday watching Daredevil. Well, that's fair enough. I'll be spending all day tomorrow, so you're lost, and I'll be watching mm-hmm. it before you, and I'll be spoiling it for you every turn of the way. Oh, don't do that. No, I, I won't, but I'll think about it every every chance that's I get. That's fine. <laughs> Ooh, I want to tell Evan about that. Ooh, I want to tell Evan about I that. I might hint at to... it. I, I might be like, you see that? You see, There's this red spot here on my screen. Evan, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking about, Evan? He'll be like, no, and I'll be like, okay, just wait. Just wait one more day, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Or I'll just ignore all of your messages all day tomorrow, whichever is easier. Well, I'm just sending that you all dick likely. pics tomorrow, then. You won't have a choice. <laughs> Holy crackers. Okay, so now that we've officially left the rails... Why do we call the announcer guy in? Announcer guy, say Help your us. thing. Save me. Thank you, Dan. Attention listeners. Did you know the Geek Aid crew are real people you can get in touch with? Did you also know you can keep track of what comes out on the fabulous Geek Aid website without even visiting it? Did you know that Dean irons his vest every hour on the hour to be prepared for anything? Wait, really? Well, you can keep in touch with Geek Aid by following them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, and more. If that's not enough, you can also send them an email at mail at geekaid.com. Be sure to check out the show notes to get all the links and more information on today's episode. Back to you, Dan! Thank you, announcer guy. I'm assuming I have to make some sort of plug at the end here to talk about the website. So, 
Let's get down to it. So listen, guys, let me tell you about this fantastic website called Geekade.com. It has Underscore everything. Geekade. Shut up, Evan! <laughs> it has everything you could ever want for anything you could want geek-wise. Literally and, anything you could want. Right? I mean, whether we're talking comics, uh, whether we're talking baking. Evan, what other things can, can they find on our majestic website? Oh, well, we highlight uh, wrestling, beer, baking, television, art, comics, t uh, movies. We, everything that you could possibly geek out about, we try to cover. Holy shit, everything under the sun is on our website. I mean, we have a Facebook, which you can find us at Facebook slash Geekade. I mean, it's so easy. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash the underscore Geekade. Oh, my God, it's so easy. Instagram, you could find all the pictures that you could ever want pertaining to Geekade at Instagram.com underscore Geekade. Guys, could it be any easier? Is there really, really an underscore? underscore? <laughs> On Twitter, yes, there is, because someone took Geekade. I don't think, think uh, Instagram does underscores. No, no, I, I just said Geekade for for that. No, Twitter, Twitter we have the underscore Geekade. Instagram is just... Instagram.com slash geek backslash, I believe, geekade. No, it's a forward slash. Whatever, what? man. Fuck. I'm trying to do my, my best. So give me a break. <laughs> forward slash geekade. Anyway, it's so easy. Uh, it's one word. You could find us just by searching us on any social media possible because I'm pretty sure we're on EV uh, on, on everything. Everything. <laughs> so I mean, we just opened up our LinkedIn account. LinkedIn, so Grinder, um, Tumblr. Uh, what, what else are we on, guys? Help me out here. What, what, what other uh, weird social media are we on? Are, are we on Reddit? We're probably on Reddit, right? I'm what sure was that we are. new one, Peachy or something. Oh, I don't is, know. Wait, is Peachy a thing? What's Peachy? Matt, P there was plenty there was of some... fish. Match.com. Yeah, um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, Cup OK Cupid. <laughs> OK Cupid. Uh, what's that one for the Jewish folk? <laughs> There's a farmer one too now. I think yes. we're on that. Yeah. <laughs> we try to get through all areas. I mean, of we're not media. dating anyone. We're not single, but you know, if if you message us, we'll tell her. We'll tell you about our website. Has anybody? Do you think anybody? In marketing, has tried to do that, like promote their podcast or television show or YouTube channel. I think it's against the terms of God, service. I hope not. Uh, yeah, you're not supposed shame. to like solicitate things, probably through. It's a it's a website about getting laid. Are we trying to get laid as a website? That's solicit. That's like the definition of solicitation. That sounds like an orgy, though. <laughs> Anyhow, Dean, what is your Twitter handle? I am at kimono underscore vestlord. How about you, Evan? What are you at on Twitter? Geekade underscore Evan. And what about you, Matt? What do you want on Twitter? I'm sorry. I was dabbing the blood out of my ears. You're so loud. <laughs> I'm not peeking on my end, oh, so fuck oh, you. Oh, my God. I'm giving myself a headache. <sighs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> Matt, what are you at? <laughs> I screamed that away from the microphone, and I was already like halfway up the uh, volume uh. scale. He moves away from the mic so he can scream. Uh, I'm at Geekade Matt. Well, that covers up for Twitter. And Dan, what are you at? Oh, yeah, I forgot you're not here yet again, so I had to drink myself into a stupor. Geekade Dan. Geekade. We, we miss you, Dan. We miss Dan, you a lot. Dan, please come back. Dan. 
Dan, yeah, that's right. You, the, every day you're not here, the drunker I get. So he oh is a power-hungry warlord, and he's beating Shut us. Shut up, emotionally. Evan. I'll talk to you after mentally. the show about this <laughs> with my fists. Oh, anyway, man. guys, we appreciate mail you. at geekade.com. Don't forget that one too. I was gonna mention that. Now I am gonna fucking talk to you with my fists after this show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, guys, we appreciate you listening to the show. We will have more comics next week, which we will surely have Dan Ryan, our host in charge, back for. Uh, Till then, keep reading comics. And for Evan Goldstein, Matt Much, Dan Ryan, and Dean, I drink way too much DeFalco. I'm Dan Ryan. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Send help! I want you to note the the, the I was listening to an episode of us every once in a while that happens because I run out of other podcasts to listen to, and you rattled all of our um, t- Twitter handles off. That's right, all of them. Like you didn't let me or Matt or Dan. I don't even know who was there, but you put an underscore in every one of them because you guys do have underscores. I'm not making nope. it up. I don't. I don't. Dan doesn't. Matt doesn't. <laughs> you're really telling me this is the wrong time Evan I could not give a fuck less that's why it's the perfect time